Welcome back to the exclusive Builder Funnel Radio original mini-series, Mastering Facebook Marketing for Remodelers with Danielle Russell. As a reminder, in this series, Danielle and I cover all things Facebook marketing for your building or remodeling business. Most construction businesses are on Facebook, but it feels like a waste of time. We're here to help you get the most out of your time spent with Facebook marketing. Each episode has tactical strategies for generating more brand awareness, website traffic, and leads from your efforts on Facebook. Let's dive into the show. Hey guys, welcome back. And Danielle, welcome back for episode four. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. Yeah, I'm excited for this one because we we kind of hinted at it last episode, but we are going to talk about boosting with Facebook. And this is a good one because a lot of people, I think, have spent a lot of money on boosting or spent a little money just randomly or haphazardly on boosting posts. And there is a purpose to it. And there is some kind of rhyme and reason to, to why and when you would do that. But uh, a fairly big topic. So we're like, I guess, opening thoughts or where do you want to start uh, with Facebook boosts? <laughs> yeah. First thought that came to mind with that nice intro was that that's so common that we hear that first thing on a call if we bring up, hey, we typically spend anywhere between whatever dollar amount that is per week on Facebook boosting. And that's a very normal reaction from clients is either they've had a really negative experience that didn't work or what's the difference between boosting and advertising anyway. So yeah, I think that's a big one. <laughs> yeah. I think a good place to start is just to lay that groundwork and for me to explain the difference between boosting and advertising because they're very different. And it seems like when you're the one who's just like paying the bill and saying like, hey, just charge the card, they they feel similar because it's just money out the door. But yeah, they have it just says Facebook.com dollars <laughs> yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, one I see a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> one of the biggest differences to touch on, the key difference really is that when you're boosting, it starts out as a post. So whether you're writing it to be a boost, if that's the original intent, or you're just writing a post and it does well and you boost it, which we'll talk about that shortly, it starts as a post, whereas an ad is never seen in on your page. An ad has nothing to do with your actual Facebook page. It's something that is pushed out into other people's feeds. And that's where they see that. So so a boost is going towards people that already like your page or that's kind of, or they can see, at least see the original piece of content and an ad you're saying, I'm just designing this and I'm going to throw it out to some targeted people, but it's not displayed on my page. Exactly. Yep. So that's the key difference right there. The next most important difference that we're just kind of joking about, but it is a huge difference, boosting the minimum dollar spend is $1 per day. Advertising is $5 per day. So Mm. if you're trying to put out an ad, it's usually a little pricier, whereas a boost can be, you can have it out for a week for under $10. Makes sense. So you can can spend a little bit less with boosts. And I would imagine too, that that somewhat has to do with the fact that Facebook is just saying, hey, this is generally kind of already your audience or some similar people. And so we'll let you access it for 
a lower barrier to entry, <laughs> although it's very, <laughs> very similar, but it's a little bit less. <laughs> very generous of Facebook to yeah, so grant nice. that to us. <laughs> yeah, so nice. So we spent all these years building up likes and followers, and then now they're saying, oh, now you got to pay to access those followers. Yeah, to even reach the people <laughs> who self-identified that they want to follow you. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's you can do limited targeting in boosts also, not nearly as extensive as creating ad sets and campaigns and everything that's involved with Facebook advertising. Clear distinction, but you can target locations, you can target age demographics, you can target interests even, not as narrowed down as in advertising, but for example, if you have a pretty good idea that a lot of your typical buyers maybe also shop at a certain boutique or go to yoga classes, you can you can target people who like yoga and this boutique. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. still that's pretty impressive considering it's just for a dollar a day that you're able to reach people in a certain location who like certain things. Yeah. And, and that goes back to just the power of spending the time to figure out your target audience, like you talked about in one of our previous episodes, because then you actually can utilize that information like, oh, they all like yoga or they golf at country clubs or whatever it is. But it, unless you know about that information, you can't use it in your marketing and your targeting. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So when do we use a boost? You know, maybe let's start there. Yes. So we talked about this a little bit previously also, but I can't stress enough that just play by Facebook's rules, play along with their algorithm. And so what I mean by that is if you share something and that post is already doing well, that's the one that you boost. You're not going against the grain. You don't have to, it's an uphill battle. Your audience already likes it. Facebook likes that your audience likes it that's the one that you boost. Makes sense. Yeah. It's Don't <laughs> overthink it, right? You know, <laughs> hey, we're playing the Facebook game, just play by their rules and you'll be more mm-hmm. successful. <laughs> yeah. And just to explain what I mean by performing well, because that's kind of a vague way to describe a post on Facebook. If you notice that something you posted recently is getting more engagement, more traction, whether that be more reactions, more likes and hearts and cares and everything else that you can do on Facebook now, if it's getting more comments than usual, if people are sharing it, any of those types of metrics are what you're looking for to know that the post is performing well. That makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. that's great, you know, because you don't have to boost every post. But yeah, if you're going to put money behind something, you might as well put it behind something that is already doing something that you want to have happen. And now you're saying, I just want more of this to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so for anyone who's familiar with Mari Smith, she's a big Facebook promoter, I guess, like an influencer, I guess is what we call them now. She's a Facebook influencer. Those influencer people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So She once published the secret before Facebook hired her to work for them. And she was just, she was just doing influencer stuff to promote Facebook, basically. And she once published the best way to boost, which she calls the Mari method, which is why I brought up her name, is to boost it for $5. Let that run its course. So post is already performing well. 
you put $5 behind it, it's going to perform way better with even just $5. And then you let it sit for a week and then you throw another $5 on it and it's going to have another skyrocket. And what's nice about these Facebook boosts, uh, as they continue to perform better and better, you're again, you're widening that funnel, the sales funnel mouth. So because it's performing better and then skyrocketing and then continuing to grow organically, even from there, the organic growth rate is so much higher mm. because you paid for some of it between those organic periods. I'm yeah. not sure how well I explained that. Uh, well, how yeah, I'll try to repeat back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll share the article in the show notes, but Perfect. yeah. 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 So, so basically if I, if I understand correctly, what you're saying is, okay, I've got this post. It did better than some of my other posts. So I'm going to put five bucks into it. And then Facebook's like, great, you know, here, I'll send it out. And now it performs a little bit better because you automatically got that place in front of more people. But because it's getting the engagement, Facebook saying, okay, well now we'll let it do better organically. Mm-hmm. And then you can do that again with paid by putting another five, but then it it also increases the organic reach. So basically bottom line, you pay, you get more paid reach, but you also pick up more organic reach when you do that too. Is that what you're saying? Spencer, that's why you're the host of these podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I'm not that smart, but I'm a very good listener and I have to dumb it down. So (laughs) There you go. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. And so we'll link to the the Mari method in the show notes for sure. When when else do you want to boost a post? You know, you kind of mentioned the engagement thing, but are there other reasons you would boost something? Yeah. These are some secret recipes that I have learned over the past five years that I've been at Builder Funnel. So welcome to the behind the scenes, the, <laughs> the secret club. Yeah. <laughs> of what we found out has worked over the past several years. One time that is really powerful to boost is if you're trying to quickly drive traffic to a new blog, let's say. So if you write a new blog, you publish it, you notice it's not getting much organic traffic yet and you have $10 to spare, I would throw it into a Facebook boost. So the strategy behind that is again, to just try and work within Facebook's algorithm within that framework. So writing two to four posts that are linking to this blog, make sure those posts are each different enough so that, you know, maybe one's a video clip, one is a picture or a graphic that you created And one is just a long form post describing what the blog is about and then linking to the blog. So now you have those three different posts all linking to the same blog. Let those sit for about a week, whichever one's performing the best, that's the one you boost. And we have actually seen blogs jump to the first page of Google with about $20 behind them in a matter of a week. Yeah, that's powerful stuff. That's powerful and, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, and now it's, you know, it's kind of the combining, you know, the Facebook game with the Google game. And you're saying, okay, some similar metrics apply on the Google side, right? Like you're paying to drive more traffic to your blog. Google sees traffic going to your blog. And if your blog is good and people are clicking on links and they're reading it and they're staying on there, they see the page time on page. They see the interaction. Like, oh, there's something interesting going on over here. Let's 
bump it up in the rankings. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that one's huge, especially for like a longer tail keyword. You can see those quick hitting results because there's not a ton of competition, but it's a new blog, right? It's fresh. And so you need, you're just accelerating that, that path for it. That's an awesome one. And I, I like your extra layer of use the strategy of create three or four posts, take the best one, then boost it. Like that added step is really insightful because I think a lot of people would just go, oh, good, just post it to Facebook and boost it. But hey, hey, let's play, let's play both games together here. Exactly. And I mean, I'm sure these episodes are just kind of all compounding on each other, but that harkens back to talking about finding your ideal buyer and writing to them. And that kind of posting methodology will be super helpful for that too, because maybe only one of those posts really struck a chord emotionally for your ideal buyer. And that's why that's the one that's taking off. So then there's another great insight for you right there too, because you have like test subjects for lack of a better way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So you mentioned a couple of times, like $5 behind a boost or like shooting up in the Google rankings for $20 and like, that's not going to happen every time, but, um, but you can use the strategy to accelerate that. I guess $5, $20, like these are pretty low amounts, right? These are low, you know, investments to be making. I guess, do you have a target window? I know the answer is like already, as I'm asking the question, like, Oh, it's, it depends, but you know, if somebody's sitting there and they're going, okay, I'm going to level up my boosting game. Like, is there a range that you found that is kind of a sweet spot? Is it like five to 10? Is it 20 to 50? Is it like, I'm boosting this for 200? Like what, what what are you seeing out there? (laughs) Yeah. So I would say it depends, but it depends on the goal of the post. So if it's, if you're just trying to gain traffic to a blog then yeah, 5, 10, 20, you're going to see that traffic increase. Just depends how much you want to increase it by, I guess. If you're trying to get people to convert, it's going to cost a little bit more. So for example, if you're trying to get someone, instead of having the boost be to click to learn more and then to read the blog, but if instead you were to post something about Um, how you have a new offer for free quotes, let's say. And then the call to action is to send a message to ask about this offer. That's going to cost a little bit more to see some tangible results. And by more, I just mean like $20 instead of five. So still a lot less than Facebook advertising. But depending on the, the goal that you're trying to accomplish with that post, that's typically how I can judge how much money I need to spend on the boost for it to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But it sounds like in hearing your answer, like 20 bucks will go pretty Mm -hmm. farther than you'd think, I guess is what I'm hearing. Like, sure. You could spend, you could spend more and you'll get more out of that. But if you're thinking about going from five to 20, like that might be a good move and, and certainly look at the data, but Good to hear. Like, I didn't know if people need to be spending, you know, 200 bucks behind a boost of post or anything like that. So <laughs> there are times when it's worth it. I can tell yeah. one story as an example. We had a client who won, I think, like the big 50 remodeler. They won, I think, three awards in one night. And we wrote a nice post about it and we boosted it initially, I think, $5. And it skyrocketed just from that overnight. So then the next day we called them up and said, hey, let's put 20 on it. 
So that got us to $25 and that lasted, we ran that for about a week and it just kept growing and growing. And they had something like 50,000 views on the post. So then we were like, let's round up to a hundred just to see what happens. And there was no goal for conversion, but the amount of brand awareness, uh, the number of shares that that post got was ridiculous. <laughs> was yeah, that's massive. Stuff of dreams. Yeah. So there are times when I would say, go for it. If, if you know that that's a winner and that could, someone might see that post and it's going to change their mind and they're going to choose you, then it's probably worth the hundred dollars. If you've followed Builder Funnel for even a little bit, you know we're huge believers in the inbound marketing methodology. One of the most important phases is the client delight phase. By delighting customers, you turn them into promoters of your business and your brand. The only way to get people to go out of their way to sing your praises is to wow them throughout the process. This is something the guys over at BuildBook are helping you do. Better communication leads to better outcomes. And that means communication at every level daily logs, client selections, punch lists, and change orders. Today, that communication gets super fragmented between email, text, and phone calls, and inevitably, things fall through the cracks. With BuildBook, everything funnels through one simple app, keeping everyone on the same page and your clients filled with delight. No more digging through texts or random emails looking for client approvals. Just one place to see everything going on with a project. And as a reminder, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BUILDBOOK to 33777 for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. All right, let's get back to the show. That's cool. And I think one thing you said there that I just want to mention is it, it just kind of kept exploding. And I feel like it's weird. You know, you spend a little bit and you see a little bit of results, but you almost, sometimes you hit these tipping points. And if you spend enough, you get in front of enough people that maybe four or five of them share it. You mentioned that people shared it. And that's what Facebook loves is like somebody actually passed this along. They, they took the time to say, yes, this was good. And I actually, I want to share it. And so if, if you spend up to a certain point and you hit that tipping point where you get several of those, then you get all the benefit on the organic side compounded with the paid. So I, li- I like that example. When else should, should we be thinking about boosting? Are, are there any other good use cases? Yes. Another use case that I use and we use for Builder Funnel pretty frequently too is when you have an optimized video and you're trying to get more video views. And if you're not sure how to optimize video on Facebook, that could take many minutes for me to describe right now, especially without having a visual screen to show you. So if you wanna learn how to do that, I do walk through that step-by-step and have a worksheet in our Builder Funnel Academy Masterclass on Facebook marketing. Builder Funnel Academy is open from September 1st through the 22nd. So if you're looking to get that class Normally nine ninety seven, right, Spencer? Yep, exactly. But totally free. free. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So check that out. I walk you through how to optimize video. But that's another great time to include that boost. Is you know this video is good stuff. You know people are looking for this kind of information. 
but maybe you just don't have quite the reach and engagement when you just posted it the first time that you know it deserves. We've all had posts like that. We've all written amazing Facebook posts and shared beautiful photos and videos, and it's just not picking up the way you know it would without a little help. And that's the perfect way. So video, I would go a little bit higher on just because of the investment of your time and effort to make a video. Yes. You want to, (laughs) yes, you want to make sure that you're balancing that out with how much effort you're putting into getting it found also. So the 10 to 20 or higher range, depending on if it's a professional video and what it's about would be, that's where I would start people off. Yeah, I think that's a good point. You know, a lot of times you spend a lot of time and energy creating the content and then you're like, finally, I can get this thing out there. And then you just like post it and move on and you're on to the next like piece of content that you're working on. And it's like, hold on, hold on. If this is really good content, we want to get more eyeballs on it. Like we need more people getting to this. And that's where, to your point, the boosts can be really powerful and say, well, what if we spent, you know, I, I think there's a like 80-20 rule or something that a lot of people talk about, like spend 20% of your time creating your content, 80% promoting. You know, most of us are we're probably flipped. You know, we do 80% of the time creating the content, almost no time promoting it. But even if you got it to 50-50 or, you know, some some improvement above that mark, it'd be a lot better off. Is there any, you know, you kind of mentioned timing earlier with the, the boost. So if you post a video, do you just boost it right away or you're probably not going to create like three versions of the video and see which one performs better. Yeah. You know, so is there any sort of like strategy there with something where you may only have one version of it and you want that to do well? Yes. So you asked a couple of questions. And then whether <laughs> Sorry, I got all the questions. Both. <laughs> but first, I always try to give any post that you're planning on boosting Give it at least 24 hours of organic traffic first, just to see if it does pick up so that you can really use that Mari method to the fullest. And if it's not picking up, well, I guess either way, boost it. (laughs) But hopefully, I mean, it's that much more powerful if it's gotten some more organic traffic. That's why I say wait the 24 hours. If it hasn't gotten a ton of views yet, then do the $5 boost and then lay off, give it a week to gain some more organic traffic on top of that boosted part. And then you can keep doing that method and boost and then organic and then boost and then organic. And it doesn't have to be much. I've honestly, I had a client once just give me $10. So I just boosted it five times for $2. And Hmm. you'll still see those gaps where the organic continues to grow on top of the boost. So, yeah, that's interesting. So it's kind of, it's advantageous to even take your budget for a post and split that up, even if it's into two different segments of $5, $5 or three, 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 or, you know, something like that. How long can you continue doing that? Like, can I just post once a month and just like boost it every week, you know, or I guess, is there a law of diminishing returns or, and let's assume the content is more evergreen and not to, so you like, in theory, this post would be valid for three months or, or longer. Have you seen anything there? I've never seen diminishing returns per se. I would say more so on advertising. So I won't get into that. Sure. But with boosting, just because 
there are so, so many different elements to it. So for example, let's say during one of the boosted sections, someone shared it. And then now that whole audience has seen it and it's starting to gain or tra- organic traffic there too. Uh, and then you give it some organic free time for a week and then you boost it another $10 and then a couple more people are sharing it. And so it's this, if anything, it's really that snowball effect and it can just spiral. It can really, really grow into something big when you use that time for the organic traffic to grow too. So just to address your point of, can I just post once a month and boost it several times? I, we see this pretty frequently that you can still be very successful on posting on Facebook, even if you're only posting once or twice a week, and then pick whichever post is performing the best of those two and boost that one. And typically we recommend like $10 per week would do it if you just have between those two posts, you're going to see a pretty big difference. And the goal there being that for the people who you're reaching with that boosted traffic, the traffic that you're paying for to see that, hopefully they're going to like your page too. And so now you're getting more people who like and follow your page. So every time you post that one to 2% of your audience that's seeing it, that's going to keep growing in the actual number of people that that equals. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, you know, I know that's something that we've talked a lot about internally, you know, recently, but I want to say it's always a discussion, like how much should we be posting to these different platforms and Facebook, especially, you know, because a lot of these sites say you can be posting, you know, once a day, twice a day, you know, maybe more, or, you know, we're talking about maybe you could scale that down to once or twice a week. And, like a lot of it does come back to your overall goals uh, and what you're trying to achieve. But if you're kind of looking to uh, minimize time investment in, in the Facebook arena, but get as much effectiveness as possible to your point, like that's a great strategy, right? Post a couple of times a week, look at the analytics, pick the better performer, put some ad budget behind it. And you might only be spending 40 or 50 bucks a month. And then you've, cut your time down from trying to figure out what to post every single day. But obviously there's benefits to posting daily or, or more. And sure. we probably won't talk about that in, in this episode, but yeah, does that trigger any final thoughts or, or I guess? Yeah, on that? no, it's a great point because the more content you have and the more stuff you have to share, share it. And that's basically what our conversations typically have boiled down to on our team internally is that as long as you're sharing something valuable, share it. There's not some magical number of how many times to post per week that's going to be super successful. But if you post this many times, you're going to fail. It's as long as you're sharing something that people are looking for, something that is helping someone, something that's adding value, then share that number of posts per week. If it's just one or two posts per week, if you're not writing blogs every single week. So maybe you're just sharing a behind the scenes picture one day and then another day you're sharing a team, a teammate shout out because it's their birthday. That's fine. Those are your two valuable posts for that week. You don't need to make things up to hit posting every single day for it to be successful. 
Yeah. Yeah. Less about checking the box, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we talk about it all the time that attention right now is that's what we're all fighting for. Basically, it's not people only have so much time in a day to look at your posts and everyone else's. So I would say if you only have two posts that are going to add value, just share those two posts, whichever one performs the best, then that's the one that you're going to boost that week. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess we've gone through a few areas here when it comes to boosting, how would you summarize or, you know, what, what final like takeaways would you give to somebody if they're like, okay, this was helpful. Glad we talked about this. What should I do now? Yes. So where we started, I'm going to circle back to that. Know your goal, know the reason of this boost. Are you trying to get more engagement on the post? Are you trying to increase video views? Are you trying to drive traffic to your website? You'll be able to allot the amount of boost, so the dollars spend a lot better once you know that goal. And spend more. So let's say you do have, you set aside $50 a month, set aside the majority of that towards boosted posts that aren't just vanity metrics, which we've talked about in a previous episode also. So in other words, just focus on conversion opportunities. Spend more money if it might lead to a conversion as opposed to just more likes on that post. And we typically recommend for our clients who have blogs that we're sharing, website pages that we're sharing, videos, project photos, if there's enough value that's being added in any given month, and for us, this typically translates to like two to three posts per week, then we recommend a $100 boosting budget per month with that amount. So hopefully that can help put some puzzle pieces together for anyone who's thinking through how frequently should I be posting, what kind of content, and how much money does it take to boost that effectively? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this has been a really good conversation on boosting because I think, as with all these, like we're in the weeds every day, like we get to dive into all this fun stuff and or not fun, depending on how you feel about social media, but it is a critical part of today's marketing environment. And so hopefully this gives you guys that are listening some of these kind of like quick wins, some shortcuts on like, okay, yeah, I've seen the boosting. I'm aware of it. I've spent some money on it, but I haven't had like a lot of strategy behind it. These things are really easy to implement and they'll increase the effectiveness. So like Danielle said, We've got the link in the show notes to the Mari method if you want to learn more about that. And then we are including Danielle's uh, masterclass in with our launch of Builder Funnel Academy, which again, the doors are open now. So builderfunnelacademy.com slash join. But even if you don't join the academy and you don't get the masterclass, this uh, episode here will give you a ton of fuel for your boosting budget and how to get more effectiveness out of that. So Danielle... Thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll do this again, I think, pretty soon for episode five. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thank you, Spencer. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll see you on the next one. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation about boosting. And there were a bunch of really good things in there. So um, hopefully you'll take those and put them into action shortly after you listen to this episode. Um, we'll put links to some of the resources we mentioned but definitely think about your boosting with a little bit more strategy. That was kind of the high level takeaway. You know, think about 
looking at the data and saying, oh, these were performing pretty well organically over the first few days or week. Now I'm going to put some budget behind them, get them to run a little bit more. And then after you take advantage of that, put a little more budget behind them um, another one or two more times. And then you'll start to magnify your paid reach, but also your organic reach, which is really powerful. And so Again, these types of things are um, little details, but they can have a big, big impact on what you're doing. And so, again, hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. And uh, we will see you on the next episode where we're going to dive into building a sales funnel within your Facebook page. So it's going to be a great one. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys, here on Builder Funnel Radio.